to Brother Mike, and good morning, friends. We greet you this Monday morning in the name of the Lord Jesus. We're grateful for the opportunity to come today uh, and give you a message from God's Word. Now, today we're in the book of Romans, chapter number 1, uh, and verse number 16. If you have a Bible and you're able to follow along with us, we invite you to do so. And let's go right into that message today. Now, from these verses, I want to try to preach today on the same gospel for a new age. Uh, I remember, if I have my dates correct, the first time I preached at Bethany was on December the 22nd, 1985. I preached from these verses, and the title that I used on that serv- in that service was The Essence of the Gospel. Well, friend, may I say what I preached there at Bethany uh, the, in 1985, that, that gospel will still work today in this new age. It's the same gospel. It may be a new age, but the same gospel that I preached in 1985 there at Bethany, uh, my friend, will still work today. In fact, the book of Romans is a book about the gospel. Uh, look in chapter 1. Paul said that, uh, he separated unto the gospel of God. Uh, the, again, in verse number 9, uh, he said, uh, For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his Son. Then in verse 15, he said, I'm ready to preach the gospel to you that are at Rome also. Then in verse 16, he said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. I want to say thank God for the glorious gospel of the grace of God. And the gospel is will still work in this new age. In the book of Proverbs, chapter 25, in verse 25, the Bible tells us that as cold waters is to a thirsty soul, so is good news from a far country. You see, in the gospel, you have the bad news of man's condition, but thank God you have the remedy or the good news of God's salvation in the gospel of the Lord Jesus. And here we find Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. He would say to those in Corinth, he said, he sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel, again, in 1 Corinthians 15, 1, he said, I moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel. And then he told that young preacher Timothy, he said, he hath brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Yes, friend, this, this gospel uh, that Paul preached, uh, that many of God's preachers have preached down through the years, will still work in two. Yes, friend, it worked in 1985 when I preached there uh, at Bethany. And I've had the privilege to, to be their pastor these years. And I thank God for them. And as far as I'm concerned, Bethany Baptist Church, uh, yes, we have faults. The pastor has faults. Uh, but I want to tell you, it's the greatest church in Hall County. And I have counted a privilege to be the pastor and the under-shepherd of the folk there at the Bethany Baptist Church. 
And here we find the same gospel for a new age. Now notice uh, two good things about this gospel. Number one, notice in verse 16, the people uh, that it serves. He said it's the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. Here is the scope to everyone that believeth. You see, friend, it's universal in its reach. Uh, uh, sin is universal. I mean, there's nowhere that you could go on this planet that, that you'll not find sin. Sin is a universal problem. But may I say, friend, the gospel is a universal remedy to everyone that believeth. There's the stipulation. He said to the Greeks, to the barbarians, to, <coughs> to the wise and to the unwise, to the heathens in Rome and to the hell, pagan uh, politics, whatever it was, he said in verse 15, it said to you that are at Rome also, and to the Jew first, and also to uh, the Greek. In, in Mark 16, our Lord gave his marching orders uh, to the disciples. He said, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. So you have the people that it serves. There's the scope to everyone that believeth. And then there is the stipulation to everyone that believeth. Friend, it comes by faith. This gospel, my friend, you're to believe it and accept it by faith. You see, the gospel uh, is the only message. It's only one message, <clears throat> but it is for all people. Notice here, he said, it's all classes, all cultures, all creeds. There's no racial distinction. There is no social distinction. Whether you're rich or poor, and my friend, it matters not. The gospel is God's remedy for sin. The gospel is God's message for this age. It was God, the, God's message in Paul's day. It was God's message in December 85 when I preached at Bethany there. But I tell you, it's still the same message today. And may the Lord help us not to water it down nor to change it, uh, but just to preach it as it is. It's only one message as for all people. We have missionaries uh, in uh, Taiwan, uh, in the Philippines, and, and other countries. And you know what? They don't preach a different gospel. That They don't preach a different message. They preach the same gospel that you're hearing. They're preaching the same message uh, that's being preached here in Gainesville, Georgia, uh, every Sunday morning, my friend. Thank God the same gospel for a new age. Only one message. It might have, hey, you might be have the background like, like Nicodemus, or you might have the background like the Samaritan woman. But you know what? The gospel is for both groups. Nicodemus was just as lost as the Samaritan woman, and there Jesus said, you must be born again. In Acts 16, there are three different people. Uh, there is Lydia, the damsel, and the jailer. Their, their salvation experience may vary in some aspects, uh, but they met the same Savior 
They heard the same gospel. They received the same gospel, and they were saved by the good grace of God. So, my friend, the same gospel for a new age, it'll still work today. Hey, preacher friend, we don't have to change uh, in this modern age, but we just need to, to get the touch of God on our lives, get the power of God in our preaching, and preach the gospel. Why? The people it'll serve, it, the people that it serves is to everyone that believeth. It's, universe, it's a universal uh, message. You notice, secondly, we find not only is the people it serves, uh, but notice the power that it shows. Verse number 16, he said, It's the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. Here is the power that it shows. He said, The gospel is the power of God. Now, I understand the word power there. Uh, it was where we get our Greek, uh, or the Greek word is dunamis, and it's our, our English word for dynamite. In other words, the gospel has, like dynamite, has power uh, to, to, uh, to salvation and not to destruction. Not only is it like dynamite, uh, that's just a sudden blast, but it's like a dynamo. It keeps on running. It keeps on delivering. The gospel keeps on working, my friend, uh, in this hour. Uh, this is powerful. It's powerful enough to bless men out of their sins. Amen. I'm glad that I have had the privilege uh, to preach the glorious gospel. And hey, brother, preacher, brother, we don't have to hang our head in shame. We don't have to be embarrassed uh, when we get up and we and say, well, we're preaching the, about the gospel again. Hey, friend, that's God's good news. That's God's message uh, to the unbeliever today. That's God's only message. You must receive that, the glorious gospel of the grace of God, uh, the power that it shows uh, is powerful enough uh, to deliver you from your sins and set you free, set you up on the rock, the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, the word salvation means deliverance. I'm glad I've been delivered, number one, from the guilt of sin, and number two, from the grip of sin. In Colossians, he said, he hath delivered us from the power of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son. Blessed be the name of the Lord for the power of the gospel. You know, we've got a lot of social programs, and, and you know, I have, I'm not picking up bone with them. I have no stones to throw at them. But I want to tell you, friend, the gospel uh, will deliver you and set you free and make you a new creature in Christ Jesus. The gospel is more powerful than all of the social plans, all of the programs that man come up with. The gospel, my friend, will still work in this new age. You, you see, uh, here the gospel has the power to turn beer into bread. Uh, it, it'll turn beer into shoes and clothes uh, for the children. Thank God for the gospel, the same gospel for a new age. Not only do we have the power that it shows, uh, but notice the, the problem uh, that it solves. Verse 17, 
He said, For therein, where in the gospel is the righteousness of God revealed? Here we find a problem. Uh, you see, he said, the righteousness of God. The gospel reveals the righteousness of God. Now, in Romans 3 and verse 26, Paul said to declare, I say at this time, his righteousness, that he might be just and the justifier to him that believeth on Jesus. You see, there is two different offices held by one person. God is just in that he punished sin. God spared, did not spare. God spared not his son, but delivered him up for us all, Paul said. Uh, so he's just in that he punished my sins. He punished your sins in the person of his sinless son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Not only is he just, but he is a justifier. He justifies everyone that will come to him, everyone that will believe the gospel. He will justify you. The word justified means justified, never sinned. Amen. I like that truth. He's just and the justifier of him that believeth in Jesus. You see, he's our substitute. He died to take our place. He bore our sins. He took our punishment upon the cross. And now he declares that repenting, believing sinner justified in the courts of heaven. And thank God for the problem that it serves. Job asked the question, how then can man be justified with God? When you see man, what he is by nature, uh, what he is by friend, uh, he's morally corrupt, morally depraved. Uh, and then you look at the holiness and the righteousness of God. How in the world is that fa going to happen? How can a man be justified with God? Only the gospel has the remedy. Amen. Yes, the gospel has the remedy to justify men with God. Well, we appreciate you being tuned in today, and I trust that you have received the gospel and trusted Christ as your Savior. May the Lord bless you till tomorrow in Jesus' name. Amen.